Welcome to the podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Katie. And this is What One Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that talks to you about love happening in all sorts of ways, whether it be in person, on YouTube, your best friend, or a Hollywood star. We're talking about our favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you find on Netflix and Lifetime, but mostly Hallmark. Woohoo! I don't know. We both did our very bad versions of jazz hands in the cameras. Jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. Right now it looks more like I'm a window washer or Wallace and Gromit. Cheese. <laughs> and I'm thinking, like, this is how I say goodbye to the nephew on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we got today, Hannah? So, we are going to be talking about a bit of an older movie in these these parts. Um, you know, it's, <laughs> that's that's how things work. You know, you go back five years and it's ancient. Um, so, today we're going to be talking about a little bit of an older Hallmark movie called Date with Love that aired on May 21st. 2016 so you know wow. like whoa we'll talk about ancient yeah and here is the hallmark synopsis after a-list actress just small caveat i do not think she's an a-list actress <laughs> in the context of this movie i mean i, I don't think she's an a-list but anyway, whatever. It's fine. Uh, after A-list actress Alex Allen has an epic Hollywood meltdown. Again, no, she doesn't. <laughs> she is in need of some positive publicity. Salvation comes in the form of a small town boy's video promposal in which the student invites Alex to prom. And it stars Shanae Grimes-Beach, Andrew Walker, and Bailey Madison. Salvation comes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such a hyperbolic situation. <laughs> All right. I mean, just premise. I don't, I think she's a, I feel like an A-list actor would have done more than she's done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I kind of. He feels like. I, I feel like, like she's sort of. What Kristen Stewart would have been after the second or third Twilight movie. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 So, you know, kind of like up and coming, A-list-y, whatever, but she's also a little old for that. But anyway, we'll get in – we'll actually kind of get into some of this because this is part of my (laughs) what the fucks. So let's not be getting ahead of ourselves. Let's go into our synopsis of the movie. So – Alex Allen, played by Shanae Grimes-Beach, is a Hollywood starlet well-known for her teen romance alien franchise flicks. On the red carpet of the newest installment, she notices her boyfriend and co-star talking to another woman. Since that obviously means this woman is trying to steal her man, Alex dumps a blue slushie all over this woman and her red carpet look. Her boyfriend, realizing how possessive and untrusting she is, breaks up with her right then and there, with the press catching everything. 
Meanwhile, in a small Midwest town, David Rogers has asked every popular girl to prom and been turned down. He's just not cool enough. His best friend, Heidi Watts, played by Bailey Madison, is secretly thrilled since, in a surprise to no one watching this movie, she is in love with him herself, and she informs him that even if he took a movie star to prom, he's not going to be popular. So, light bulb for David, he decides to make a promposal video for Alex Allen and put it on the internet. His favorite teacher, Mr. Vincent Walsh, played by Andrew Walker, even gives him the poetry book he wrote as inspiration, because that's what all teenagers need. Poetry written by their teachers. <laughs> that they just happen to be carrying with them at that precise moment. <laughs> right. We're still getting ahead of ourselves. Dear Lord. Okay. So... Alex, holed up in her house, is hiding from the world and the bad press, and she sees the promposal. She's touched by the words he uses, and her publicist decides that going to this prom, it will be just the good press that she needs to put her career back on track. So Alex and her publicist, Paige, go to Illinois to accept David's invitation and go to prom. Greeted at the door by David's little sister, Devin, initially everything is going well. That is, until Devin tweets that Alex Allen is in her home. The press descends and bombards the house. Watts, who I believe lives next door, comes to find out what's going on and realizes that her David asks her to prom dreams are dashed. But Watts' outfit choices are so unlike what Alex would wear, they are able to switch clothes and get Alex out of the house without anyone recognizing her. Second-guessing her decision to do this, Alex is looking at her phone, and she walks directly into the road. This may be Podunk, Illinois, but Mr. Walsh is giving a driving lesson at this particular moment, and the student driver hits Alex. Whoops! <laughs> so while Alex is perfectly fine, her phone is not. Overcome, the driving student doesn't even have the capacity to recognize Alex, and Vincent is completely oblivious to pop culture, so no one recognizes her at all. While Vincent drives her back to her hotel, Alex realizes that he has no idea who she is, but seems to like her anyway. What a novelty! <laughs> A man who doesn't want her to boost his career. So she agrees to have coffee with him. At the coffee shop, she is intentionally vague about her life, wanting to keep living this normal girl existence. But there on the TV is David giving an interview about Alex Allen going to prom with him. And in order to keep Vincent from noticing the coverage, Alex kisses him. Like you do. Like you do, exactly. It's a... Uh, Bombardment. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure out a good name for it someday. <laughs> so the next day, Alex gets official permission to attend prom with David since she is, after all, an adult and he is a child <laughs> or a minor, I should say. He's a young man. Um, and Paige suggests that Alex attend some of David's classes. 
for some reason, which is how she finds herself in Mr. Walsh's English class and realizing he's been duped and the cute girl who kissed him is a freaking movie star. Vincent is a bit peeved that she lied to him and decides to avoid her. But, of course, he's still intrigued despite himself. Alex goes to a prom committee meeting and decides that she is going to take over and redo everything. She'll even pay for it. No more Wild West prom theme. Here comes Hollywood Glam prom. And since it's her suggestion, all the students want it too, because why wouldn't you want what the movie star wants? True. Total logic there. Miss Hope, the teacher who clearly wants Vincent for herself, is both worried about prom becoming the Alex Allen show and Alex stealing Vincent from her, even though he does not seem to be interested or picking up on her signals. So Alex is frustrated that Vincent won't talk to her alone, so she ambushes him by taking a driving lesson. And this driving lesson is both an actual lesson, since Alex actually doesn't know how to drive, and it's also a date. They go get milkshakes and clear the air, and maybe they're like a thing now, but uh-oh, when Vincent when Vincent drops her off at the hotel, little sister Devin is there with David as his self-appointed publicist, and make sure that everyone knows that Alex cannot be seen on the arm of another man until after the prom. Thank you very much. Like she has like a little videotape of her and Mr. Waltz like saying goodbye with contact yeah <laughs> not really Contact a- is a great way to put it because yeah yeah <laughs> it's like oh no they were seen in public in the same space she gave him a kiss on the cheek how scandalous <laughs> david takes alex and devon and Paige to the burger barn as a date to be seen together before prom the Burger Barn is the Happenin' High School hangout and also where Heidi works. She is visibly displeased, but only Alex seems to get why. When asked why he didn't ask Heidi to the prom, David said that she isn't going because it's stupid. She is Cat Stratfording. I love you. <laughs> well, yeah. she is. It's that, just like the perfect way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> So Paige is worried about Alex's budding relationship with Vincent, so she orders a background check. Because of this, she finds Vincent's book that he wrote and realizes that David's proposal lifts whole segments from it. So like totally stole his poetry. Um, And burned too many times before, Alex assumes that this must have been a plan between Vincent and David to get his book of of poetry but she doesn't know that but she thinks that this is a book that he must be wanting to turn into a movie and what better way of getting his movie his book into a movie than canoodling a movie star anyway whatever when confronted vince tries to defend himself since he didn't even know that david plagiarized him until alex quoted the proposal but in true hallmark fashion alex won't hear it Alex has taken over the prom, much to Miss Hope's dismay. In order to get her out of the way, she claims to have found a rule that prom dates have to be 22 years old or younger, making Alex ineligible. So now Alex can't go to prom, but she does have a solution. She's going to send Heidi in her place. Cue dress-up montage. And also Heidi getting through to Alex that Vincent knew nothing about David's plan. So now the women are happy. The men are not. 
we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> so Heidi is transformed into the best possible butterfly version of herself for prom. David is surprised to get a back out video from Alex, but is not disappointed to find Heidi dressed up in her place. So off to the prom, these two best friend turned teenage lovers go. When they arrive, Vincent learns about the age issue with Alex, and luckily that age issue does not apply to the guest of chaperones. Encouraged by the principal, Vincent rushes off to the hotel. I have a problem. He's leaving his duty. He's supposed to be watching children. (laughs) (laughs) The prom stunt has worked in terms of Alex's press, so she's been offered a new movie. She's packed and ready to go when Vincent shows up and asks her to the prom as his date. Since Paige now approves of this pairing, she agrees that Alex can fly out the next day. So Alex gets ready and they go to the prom. There, after flaunting their coupledom in front of Miss Hope, Vincent and Alex kiss. And since one kiss means forever, she's now sticking around Illinois to try and be a regular girl. So I guess she's not flying out the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so please don't ask about the movie she was about to go shoot from here like mere hours ago. Just... Don't, don't, don't Mm-mm. do it. Love prevails. The end. The end. <laughs> Woo doggy, could you follow all that? <sighs> Barely. Anywho. So I feel like this movie has a lot of what <laughs> moments. <laughs> So many. And a lot of them I feel like are just details that either were overlooked and rewrites or just however they filmed it. Like things that were confusing for no reason. I I agree. I think there's a lot of things where I was frustrated by the inattention mm. that I felt should have been there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So my my major beef, and we kind of alluded to this in the beginning of the episode, um, my first big what the fuck is we're not really sure for a long time how old Alex Allen is supposed to be. And I, and the thing What do you mean a long time? I don't know how old she's supposed well, to be. <laughs> she's at least twenty nine because she mentioned that in Hollywood she's gonna be twenty nine forever. So yes. at some point when David grows up, like he'll be eventually be older than her or whatever. Right. Like it was like a joke that she made. So she's at least twenty nine maybe. But she gives this timeline at some point when she's talking to Vincent about, like, how her trajectory of stardom happened. Like, she was discovered in a gas station, the commercial that she did when she was 18, supposedly moved right to Hollywood, lived in her car for a month with her mom. And then it kind of seems like she got a job and then another job and then she got these Starlight Falls, which is – come on, it's Twilight, but with aliens. Like, But but so that – but then she also says that – the Starlight Falls have only been around for two years. So by that math, like I'm being generous when I say that she's 23, but then she's certainly not. But my thing was this movie would have worked better if she had been 22 or 23, like a young like Disney kind of star or whatever Mm -hmm. with like a student teacher rather than like an English teacher who had been in a war and a previous poet or whatever. (laughs) Because then then I wouldn't have felt so like, why do they have to go on a date? 
to be seen together. Like th- it just I, felt a little cringy to me. Th- okay, there's a lot of that. That the, the timeline makes no sense because also the other thing she does say is that the movies, these alien movies, she's playing a teenager. She mentions that she is a teenager in those movies. And, like, of course, everyone's aged down for movies. It's what they do. But, like, I'm sorry. Sinead Graham's speech looks young, but she doesn't look – She does not look teenager teenager young. young. No, which is why I feel like when we mentioned Kristen Stewart at the beginning, someone at at that age, this would have made a lot more sense of being a big Hollywood star going to prom. Being yeah. 20 versus 29. Right. I agree. Um, and th- like, so this movie has a lot of never been kissed vibes to me. Totally. Um, including the like going to the classroom, quoting Romeo and Juliet uh, as if uh, actress wouldn't know. I don't know. There was a lot of like, it was sort of like. Everyone was surprised she knew Romeo and Juliet. And I was like, she's an actress. Because she's a Hollywood actress, though. And he's a poet. So he was being a little bit snobby about that. I'm sorry. Are you trying to tell me she didn't sit in her room like every teenager I know (laughs) watching Leonardo DiCaprio? I I do not think so. (laughs) Agreed. (laughs) But whatever. But like, like, it's even to the point where... Like, Andrew Walker looks a bit like Michael Vartan to me. <laughs> You're not wrong. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so it's sort of a little bit like, hmm. At least here he's allowed to like her. But, okay. Can we get into the improprieties of this fake relationship thing that is sort of kind of happening but isn't? Sure. Okay. I find it really upsetting that not only is David allowed to ask this Hollywood person to the prom, and it's that she says yes, and then they have to be seen together, like, for a week. Yeah. Uh, Why? My guess – okay. So the only reason why I – because this is what I do, and I do like if I, I reenact scenarios as if I was doing them, and I do think that if I were Alex Allen and I was a movie star and I was going to a strange person's prom, I would want the the opportunity to get to know this person. So, like going to prom with this kid would not be completely the first okay. time we ever spoke or had a conversation. But I completely agree with you. With why do they have to be seen at the Burger Barn? And especially, why does she have to go to his classes? There is no reason why she should be going to classes. This would have worked better if she was at the high school, like Reese Witherspoon election style, doing preparation for a role, and then all yeah. that sort of happened. Right. Otherwise, like, there's no I, reason. Yeah. I don't know why she was going to class. I don't know why she was taking over prom. I was upset that she was taking over prom. I have that note, too. Absolutely. She was um, being stupid about it. Uh, and like, okay, yeah, Hollywood is better than like Wild West or whatever as a theme for prom, but it was done. They'd paid for it. And then she was like, don't worry about it. We'll like f- fund it through my charity. Yeah. And I was like, um, 
for not profit or something. Yeah, like, like alarm bells are going off in my head. Like somebody audit this <laughs> this nonprofit. <laughs> oh my god, totally. And the fact that like the fact that she was taking it over and that it and prom really needs to be something that the kids curate because that's part of the growing and learning process. Because even if yeah. it's prom, it it did it, that did bug me too. It made me feel well, and it uh, also seemed out of character to be honest. Yeah. Well, I, I just couldn't decide. Like there were times where I was like. I know she's the, like, heroine of this movie, but do we like her? Mm, mm. You know, like, sometimes I was like, yeah, of course we do. And sometimes I was like, I don't know. Because the, that, you know, like, Miss Hope is the villain of the movie, but also... I sided with her. Yeah, I was like, I think she has the kid's best interest at heart, mm-hmm. for real. Absolutely. Um, You know, yeah, she's trying to, like date vincent and he's not feeling it but like she seems like she's a good teacher but like the principal doesn't even seem to like respect her and i was like i'm sorry like she's standing up for these kids (laughs) yeah i feel like miss hope with miss hope on the side of kids winner miss hope on the side of needing to date vincent loser like yeah i feel like that's the the categories they should be in poor miss Hope. she got no hope I, yeah, that's that's how I feel about that. Um, what else did I, I I like? I kept being like, "What about this? What about this? What about this?" <laughs> In my notes, there was a moment. So it's going back to the whole Romeo and Juliet thing, only because I made this note and it's so dumb. Okay. Where, so they start talking about they start talking about the story of Romeo and Juliet, but it's thinly veiled about like how they met and there was deception and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally wrote, um, I don't think they're telling Romeo and Juliet accurately. <laughs> and, and then, and then David's like, I don't remember this part of the play. I went, yes, David, <laughs> they're not telling it accurately. It wasn't about a lie. It was a the fact they were from competing families. Yes. So go suck it. <laughs> um, the other thing about that is so, She's there for a week, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so time is messed up in this movie. What? I know, right? Okay, so I have one, like, true mess up, but I just want to, since we're talking about Romeo and Juliet. Please do. Um, so they're they're discussing, like, scene, not scene. Um, act two. Act two, thank yeah. you, of Romeo and Juliet at the beginning of the week. And at various times when they show more... Mr. Walsh class, Hamlet characters show up on the board and then Macbeth characters show up on the board. And I was like, they are flying through these places. (laughs) (laughs) Well, because as you know, Romeo and Juliet is just the balcony scene. Hamlet is just a soliloquy. And maybe the rest of the semester can be on Macbeth because that's the best one. I don't care. I mean, fine, sure. I'm <laughs> right there with you, but also, yeah. Um, but so my note says, "What is time?" <laughs> because yep. can we talk about when uh, Alex shows up at David's house for the first time? Because time makes zero sense in this section of the movie. Because she shows up. And he is having breakfast before going to school. True. She shows up, is invited in. Heidi shows up to, like, figure out what's going on. 
Alex leaves, and apparently Vincent is having a driving class. During his begin before school, yeah. Well, is it before school? Because I think it's the actually not. Period. <laughs> because then they go have coffee, and he drops her off at her hotel, and it's dark. <laughs> no, totally. I feel like yeah, it, it didn't really make much sense most of the time, and I feel like this movie kind of does that, where when you'll see one person's like like what they're doing with time and then you'll see somebody else's like I felt that same way when um Heidi was getting ready for the prom and like some other things were oh, sort of happening well, and that was an elongated night yeah where it was like time to be at the prom let's go shopping <laughs> <laughs> And then also, oh, you picked me up after you realized I could be your chaperone date. I'm gonna, I have plenty of time to get changed, straighten my hair, yeah. <laughs> put on yes. more makeup to be there before prom is over. Yeah, great. Yeah, really the the child to adult things are creepy because, like, I agree. It really, honestly, the creepiest bit to me is right at the end when a student asks the principal to dance and he's, like, flattered. So that's not weird to me. Really? Because, no. Oh, I was really off put. I can totally see why, but it actually kind of made me feel a little nostalgic because I remember, um, I remember back in eighth grade, there was this really wonderful, tall – she she was she was African American, so she was just like tall, like basketball player sized. Even though we were in eighth grade, beautiful woman, and she asked our government teacher to dance at our prom, um, our our promotion dance, and it was like the cutest thing. <laughs> and it wasn't like weird or anything because it was more of a it was an obvious, you're like my mentor, you're my bud teacher kind of thing. And so I feel okay. like if the principal is sort of like that. I didn't get that though. It felt she felt like a member of the student council, and sometimes student council members and teachers yeah. have that kind of camaraderie. I'm not saying it's appropriate because there can be like those weird lines, but I didn't find. That I guess weird. I guess it's that I went to high school and we didn't have a principal because our principal went to jail for a child molestation. So that would be probably <laughs> why you feel this way. <laughs> That makes a lot of sense, Hannah. <laughs> why, why I see the world in this particular way. <laughs> I mean, I can see kind of see it if it had been like a slow romantic dance, but I don't know if it was. I think it was just I, like Honestly, I don't know. It just – it was one of those like what, – what it felt like to me was that the child was enamored of the principal – in a way that was a little bit like, no principle, you should be saying no and, and making boundaries to me. Yeah, I feel that. It felt to me more of it was like a, hey, cute principal buddy that there is no way I'm ever attracted to. You should be on the dance floor. That's how okay. I felt it. But okay. I definitely I, I, see um, how it would not yeah. be that way. <laughs> I mean, I did spend the whole thing being like, I don't like David and Alex together because – inappropriate it's it's inappropriate and mm -hmm. it's it's weird and uncomfortable even if like we're very much establishing that she's not into david yeah she was very careful about that for sure yeah much to the like yeah much to the uh 
props props to the character and to Sinead Grimes' speech for portraying it in this way, where it was yeah. very clear cut. Nope, you are not. This is not romantic as much as we <laughs> wanted it to be. <laughs> But it was even unclear about, like, how much David truly wanted it to be. He was sort of like, I kind of want it to be because she's famous. But I didn't get the I like her for her portion. I was imagining this had this been Julia Roberts. Because in my brain, I feel like whatever. Like, would a kid back in when we were in high school, (laughs) would a kid like do a Julia Roberts would you come to prom with me like how she would sort of behave and I feel like in a million years if it were that dynamic no kid would actually be like I have a chance with Julia Roberts (laughs) in the same way that no one would be a chance like I have a chance with Kristen Stewart at this particular moment but it is kind of cool to go and kudos to him to be like uh so in like five years do you think <laughs> she'd be like, no, I think that that's appropriate, but yeah, no, that's fine. But it I, was just I, the, I push to, the push to go on dates and spend a lot of alone time together by the publicist page, I think is what pushed it over to the edge to creepy. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's yeah, for sure. That's how I'm feeling about it too. Should we move on to Hallmark Hallmarks? I think we shall. All right. So my first one is your <laughs> Best friend, you couldn't possibly see them as a romantic partner. I said best friend where one is in love with the other secretly. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a rival lighter colored haired lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was more of like a, a highlighted blonde, wasn't she? <laughs> I have precocious child with a mature worldview. <laughs> Devin was really cool. <laughs> um, time makes no sense, which sure. we've talked about. I have one that's a little bit weird because okay. I have falling down and mentioning your pride because there's like a string of, of, of these types of movies that I've seen where someone falls and they go, are you okay? And they say something along the lines of, nope, just my pride is injured or something. And yeah. she – when she gets hit by the car, she goes, my pride is a little bit whatever. Um, I think that's just a trope I've seen in a lot of these movies. Yeah, um, I, I yeah. think that's fair. Also, just it was her fault. I'm totally. going to – like she walked into the middle of the road without looking. Um, uh, we have uh, somebody who was in the army, like an army backstory. Yeah, used to be in the military. Both sides of the coin of doesn't recognize the big famous movie star slash movie star yearns for anonymity. <laughs> Which kind of falls in the deception category. For sure. That's true. Um, and we've already talked about this, but having a fight about something that is actually about their situation, as in Romeo and Juliet versus their own meeting. <laughs> I have uh, using Romeo and Juliet as a teaching tool. It's the only Shakespeare play that people seem to think about. <laughs> well, they did think about others. As we've talked about they put them on the board. So True, somebody but- in the in the set decorations department did know about some other Shakespeare plays. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and we have the like last minute switcheroo fix. Oh yeah, I like that. 
Um, I had had one. If this is a little bit before, but um, kissing someone to distract them mm. is one that happens often. Sure, sure. I am out. I have if a few have more. One. Okay, go ahead. Using someone else's words to woo. Um, doing a background check on someone. Uh, yes, of course. Um, and the getting ready montage. <laughs> I also said something along the lines of it's not really a hallmark hallmark, but there was there's always an allusion to spiking the punch bowl. Did anybody even do that? Thank you. So I literally was like, ask Hannah about this because there wasn't any punch at my proms. Oh, God, it was no. like soda, maybe, but not really. OK, I, I only went to one prom. I only went to senior prom because it was expensive and fuck that shit. <laughs> um, it, it, like prom was fine. But, like, I, there weren't metal detectors, but they definitely checked us on the way in for, oh. like, things like flasks. It was a seated meal. Oh, if I remember wow. Correctly. Whoa, you know, fancy. Yeah. That's what I'm telling you. Like, it's pricey. It's like, what? I'm not going to this more than once. And then after prom, you went to the after party, and that's where the booze was. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Yeah, I just want to, I, like, I don't even remember there being food outside of maybe pretzels at my proms. Um, I went to the, I went to prom three times. Mm, well, look how popular you were. <laughs> I really, I really wasn't. My When I went sophomore year, it was because my friend had a crush on my other friend and he took me so he could make my other friend who had been asked by someone else happy. Although I found out later he actually did have a crush on me, but I didn't get that at all. <laughs> so you know <laughs> hindsight <laughs> anyway but there's no punch at prom done <laughs> yeah. yeah pretty parade pretty parade um i like heidi's look i think totally. it's unique and her and i was into it and it like it was funky and a cool like I want to be your friend kind of way and it, totally yeah. totally agree with you I especially wrote down the shoes that she wears to prom which are like these weird green and orange like pluggy looking things yeah I called them a chunky heeled Mary Jane's with orange piping I love it I loved them I thought they were so fun yeah I, like I kept thinking like I feel like I've seen those before like or something similar, like a I, – I, but I couldn't, like, place them exactly. But they – like, I've yeah. definitely seen shoes sort of similar. And I was like, yep, I'm into I'd it. I wear those to my wedding for sure. I, I I like them a lot. I didn't love the shape of them with the dress that she chose. Mm -hmm. I didn't even mind the color scheme. It was just they were more rounded toe than I wanted her shoes to be for oh. that dress. I didn't even think you could really see the shoes. No, I don't think you could. It, it was very like, the shoes were too big. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any other pretty braids? No, that was it. I had a couple more um, only because when we were talking about Shakespeare being written on the whiteboard in Mr. Walsh's uh, classroom the penmanship was quite nice <laughs> so i thought that was very pretty <laughs> um and i will have to say andrew walker in a white tux is not half bad no no that's not that I, I 
That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um, I didn't have anything for the next few sections, so. Okay, so. Across the universe? Across the universe. I mean, I feel like it's important to talk about the fact that her name is Heidi Watts, and they go to J.W. Hughes High School. And John Hughes's middle name was apparently Wilden. Oh. And I think that was intentional. Very cool. I, I think they were like, you know what? We want to do some kind of wonderful. We can't do some kind of wonderful. Let's do this. That's awesome. <laughs> Good job. That's so cute. Because I was like, hey, that's interesting. So, I yes. Good on um, you, miss. And then, of course, we've already talked about Never Been Kissed and Andrew Walker looking like Michael Vardon. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. Um, new and noteworthy? I didn't have any. I did have a supporting shout out. Yeah, go right ahead. Devin. Yeah, yeah. If I were to pick one, I'd definitely say Devin too. Let's talk about Devin. Oh, Devin. she was also one of a, a, a name that sh- is spelled oh, different. Spells, yeah, it's spelled stupid. It's Okay, as somebody who has known a decent number of Devins is related to more than one, I can think of three different spellings of Devins that I have seen in the wild. This is not spelled any of those ways. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> D-E-V-Y-N. Bad. Um, Anyway, like she is the little sister who is, what do we think? She's like 10, 12, maybe? No, I like 10 better. Um, Who is the boss, knows shit. I feel like it's sort of tropey in a lot of ways, but like when she basically blackmails Paige into being like, this is what we're doing. And Paige is like, impressed? I was like, yeah. Yeah. Good for you, kid. Totally. Like, when they (laughs) first arrive at the house, she goes, we're going to need to discuss David's contracts. And I was like, this is why she's the precocious child with the mature worldview. (laughs) Yes. Very much so. And she, like, she's the only one with, like, a non- like, oh, my God, this is happening thing yeah. in her head. If uh, if she – if this was 2022 instead of 2016, she would be, like, a TikTok entrepreneurista kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. She, she is the kale mm. of this movie. <laughs> Throwback to Cinderella, star st- Cinderella Story Starstruck, also starring Bailey Madison across the universe. <laughs> All right. Kiss meter. Here we are. Okay. So I wrote down both kisses. The I did too. Okay. Coffee shop and prom is what I called them. Perfect. So kiss number one, I I actually thought, though it was forced and like bombarded, I thought it was actually a really good solid kiss. So I gave it a seven because it looked like it was really good like contact and like suction. I know it's a terrible word of saying for kissing, but you know what I mean? Like I know exactly what you mean. I hate the word suction in this context. I mean I'm I'm right there with you. I give it a 7.5. Nice. And I also said considering it was an ambush don't look kiss. Like I'm I was kind of into it. Totally. And so is the character. The fact that he was like, whoa. Okay. 
<laughs> I was like, that's cute. <laughs> Sweet. Um, what about kiss number two? So that one was, I, I called it short and sweet. I didn't feel like it was earned in the same way that I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. So it only got it to be a seven. So it's not quite as good of a kiss to me. I, so it's weird that I said that this was also a seven because to me, it was a fine kiss. I agree. It was short and sweet. It was a little, it felt a little bit casual de- considering the fact that she just said that she was staying in town. But I also thought it was really inappropriate to be kissing on the dance floor as a chaperone, especially when you're a famous Hollywood actor kissing their teacher. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the whole thing is, I, I mean, there's something weird about bringing a date to a chaperoning event. I can understand if, like, I'm a teacher and I bring my husband or whatever. Sure, right. But that's that's. I think that's the difference. Is like bringing your partner mm-hmm. feels different than bringing a date. Sure, absolutely. So <laughs> inappropriateness all around for this movie. <laughs> uh, so, Katie, oh would you watch this movie? Would you recommend this movie? So for all it's what the fucks and it's flaws, I really do think that this is kind of a fun one. Like, I think Shanae Grimes Beach is just fun to look at. I think she's got a cool face. I like her. It's Andrew Walker. So, you know, he's got his charm. I think it's a pleasant enough romp for an afternoon. And at the end of the day, I just really love movies about movie stars. And especially Mm -hmm. movies about movie stars humbling themselves with (laughs) gentry. So how about you, Hannah? I'm right there with you. I just had a conversation with my sister where she was like, it took your last episode took a turn where you trashed the movie and then said you would all watch it. And I Wait, feel like we're going to listen to us before. <laughs> no, I mean, whatever. But I feel like we're doing that again where it's like, yeah, that's the whole point. I think it was adorable. I, I yeah. you know, as, as many problems as I have with this movie, it's real cute. Yeah. And I, I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I feel like the beauty of of what we do, Hannah, is that we we we're like the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, but we're still going to talk about the sum of its parts. And and yeah, like you have said many times we nitpick and make fun of because we love the genre and we love these movies so much, and that's why we can rip them apart. Yeah, because we're doing it with love and intention. Yes. Yes, completely agree. Like this, so this is not the first time I've seen this movie. I've seen this a few times, um, and so like I feel like some of these things don't occur to you on first watch because you're like just enjoying it. It's when you're like, I don't have to watch this for the story anymore. I know what happens, like even more than what you would assume would happen. You, then you get to be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally, that's. That's also fun. <laughs> <laughs> and the fun the kind of a fun thing of about some of these older movies that we get to watch and I say older with you know parentheses but it is true that movies of this genre and and stuff prior to 2019 feel different. They yeah. really do it because I think we have grown as a society in a lot of different ways and so sometimes Back in 2016, we might not have been looking as closely to inappropriate relationships. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> I, I, 
I don't think they would make this movie right no. now. Or they would have done it with a younger actor. Like, yeah. Like, they, they would have done something to make it. You know, even if they had done it almost exactly as is, like they wouldn't have had the principal be asked to dance. And there, there would have been those like little things that just like wouldn't have happened. There would have been more people of color in the movie, hopefully. But um, yes. separate issue. Totally um, separate issue. Uh, but like, yeah, I think it's real cute. I think everybody in it is cute. And yeah. Yeah. So we would watch it. And mm-hmm. if you have a chance, so shall you if you feel go, go ahead to do so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have the OKMF stamp of approval. <laughs> uh, so m- we want to make sure that everybody is following us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. One kiss means forever. We like to uh, live tweet the new Hallmark movies when we can. Um, all that fun stuff that we do. Put out pictures of the episodes that we're dropping. You know, just for funsies. Speaking of of, of tweeting and stuff, we we sometimes do guests on other people's podcasts. So uh, check out some of our our when you go on our Instagram or Twitter, or whatever. Check out those other people's podcasts too. So. Um, where those will be pretty fun if you do that um but you can email us too if you don't know we're like what podcasts have you guessed on we can email you that and you can email us at one kiss means forever at gmail.com yeah i'll spell that uh, and as always thank you to flint pastures for our intro outro music you can hear his stuff on apple music spotify and soundcloud um, and make sure that you rate and review us on your podcast catcher of choice. Yes, we love hearing from you. We've gotten a couple reviews lately, and it's been nice to see what you think. And even if it's not positive, be kind. Yes. Fine with me. I like a little constructive feedback. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, everybody. And we'll see you in a couple weeks for our next episode and have a good prom if you're going to one happy graduation whatever (laughs) summertime's coming thanks guys for listening bye-bye